Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Armor Report, guys. Thanks for being here. It's a Monday. I'm your host, Brett Rosenthal. This is a show about stock market investing, for those of you who don't know. It's a live trading desk. I share with you information from over 30 years of managing capital, my own capital and that of investors. Um, because it's a live desk, phones might ring. I'm surrounded by computers. Bear with me if I have to take a break or a second. Okay. Today, we're going to discuss a major issue that I've uncovered while talking to a lot of subscribers, and that's the difference or the benefits or the lack thereof of stop loss rules versus the buy and hold strategy. And I'm going to get to that whiteboard behind us. And we're going to walk through an example so that the numbers fall out and you can see the difference. What I try to talk about here on the show, I call quantum mental investing. Okay, it's the combination of quantitative analysis for execution purposes combined with a fundamental foundation, and that's what creates the information edge that I share with you. Now, this is an education series. I'm going to do something a little different today, and I'm going to start to do this and do it throughout 2020, where I try to share with you just brief videos about basic investing education rules that have helped me a lot over my years. We're going to keep it short, concise, and hopefully at the end, you'll have a clearer picture of some of these rules and why we use them. So today is a discussion about buy and hold strategy versus stop loss rules. Before I, before I get to the whiteboard behind me, let, let me just say a couple of things, lay the ground rules for this conversation. I'm not trying to convince you of anything. If you want to buy and hold stocks, go ahead and do it. I'm sharing with you <clears throat> what I do, what I've done for years, and how it's helped me protect capital. Forgive me. As you can hear, I'm a little bit under the weather. So I hope this audio is working. And you guys can hear what I'm trying to say. So what I've discovered throughout the year, really, talking to a lot of subscribers, and what I always run into when I work with a new investor, you know, we manage capital through our interactive brokers affiliation. So people open up an interactive brokers account, we manage their capital. And very often, I, I would say at least 75% of the time, if not higher, a lot of people are of the belief that you buy and you hold an asset in the stock market. You do your research. You um, do all you can to uncover an idea you think will make money for you. You buy it and then you hold it and hope that it makes money over, a, I don't know, whatever your time horizon is. I never do that. I never do that. I do all the research, I do all the work, I have the power of institutional algorithms behind me for execution, and I still use stop losses, okay? I still have to admit to myself when I'm wrong, and I have to reassess. Just because you think 
stock is great does not mean the stock goes up, okay? The market doesn't care what you think. What we have to figure out is what will institutions be doing with this investment stock, this stock, this theme, because institutions make markets. Big billion-dollar investors, pension plans, hedge funds, sovereign wealth funds, that's what drives assets higher. Not my capital, not your capital. So we could come up with an investment theme. We could think of a stock we want to own. But we still have to admit if now's the wrong time for that investment. And the best way to do that, the reason I use stop losses, is to help me deal with my own ego. I don't want to force my will on the market. Okay? That's a recipe for destruction. So I have these conversations with subscribers and with investors I work with, and I still run into the occasional, and it's not occasional, it happens more often than not, but the individual who doesn't understand, I, I guess, doesn't want to, I, I, here's the thing, from the beginning of your investment experience, you're browbeaten into the belief that you have to buy and hold stocks to make money. Nobody can time the market, people tell you. Buy and hold, and it makes money, people tell you. And I get it. It's very easy to manipulate that information. You go back and look over time. You buy the market. It goes up over time. Why would you do anything else? Okay, but in reality, in the world you and I live in, things happen. Like you run into a brick wall of 2008, and your assets drop over 50% because you had no stop losses. And you had to wait years to break even on your investments. That's not a way to run money. I run into people who tell me, what happens? Now, let me, let me put it this way. This is very important to understand about stop losses. They're hard to grasp because your stop losses will be hit faster than your successes will make you money. Think about that. Your stop losses will be hit faster than your successful investments will make you money. Okay? You buy 10 stocks. Even if you're right 7 out of 10 times, the three you're wrong on are going to hit you within a day or two or a week or two of buying the asset. So immediately you start thinking you're wrong. Oh, my God, my whole portfolio is wrong. Not the case. The other seven stocks over time blossom into big successes and never challenge the stop. They never come down to the stop. Go back. I challenge you. 2019 is the end of the year. Now it's time to go back and look at all your successes and failures during the year. Try to see what the similarities are. Try to avoid the mistakes next year. Try to focus on the successes. I challenge you. Go look at your best winners this year. You bought them. Did they ever challenge the stop? I submit to you, they did not. You bought them right, and they rocketed higher, and you've been making money all year. The best successes don't challenge stops. When your stops are being challenged, one of two things has happened. 
either A, you're just completely wrong on the investment and it's a disaster. Okay. Or B, your entry point was wrong. So you have to reassess. It might be a great investment three months later. It doesn't leave my whiteboard if I love an idea, but I go back to cash. You all know I've been a huge fan of Charlotte's Web all year. I'm not down big on that investment. I've been stopped out. Then I wait for the next entry point. Maybe I'm wrong about Charlotte's Web. I think it's great. Maybe I'm wrong. Stop losses are the only way to defend against my own ego. Now, because of the dynamics of stop losses, where the first couple of losses, the losses hit first before your winners are successful, it turns a lot of people off. And every now and then, people always remember the bad beats in their life, right? Not the big victories, okay? So every now and then, you'll stop yourself out, and then the stock will go higher a week or two later, and you'll think you've blown it. So I submit to you, guess what? That'll happen every now and then. But on this trading desk, we're in the business of statistics and probabilities. Statistically speaking, that stop out and rip higher won't happen statistically significantly enough if your entry points are right and your stops are right. It'll happen every now and then just to annoy you. But on the bigger picture, it won't change the success of stop losses. So now let's get to the whiteboard because after all of this conversation, I still run into some individuals who, who for whatever reasons, don't want to um, or can't grasp these, these thoughts. And I don't mean any disrespect. If you're a buy and holder and you still don't get what I'm saying, I don't, I don't mean any disrespect. I just mean we're all built differently. And we're browbeaten from a young age. You have to buy and hold. And so none of these things make sense. So let's go to the whiteboard and just look at a very simple example of dollars and cents. Okay? Join me. Here's the whiteboard. Okay? I want you to look over here. You can see this. I hope you can see it. It's a buy and hold example. Let's say we buy, put a $10,000 position on it as stock at the start of the year, okay? Stock drops 50%. How much money do we have at the end of the year, right? $5,000. At the end of year one, you're down $5,000 or 50% on your investment. Let's say year two, our investment process is right, our thought was right, the stock rockets 100%. Okay, how much money do you have at the end of the year? $10,000. You're break even over two years, and you have to wait for year three to start getting paid on this investment fee because you're a buy and a holder. Now, let's look over here at the stop loss guy. Random stop loss, 5%. Okay, I start with the same $10,000. I lose 5%. So I have $9,500 left. Stock drops 50%, but I only lost 5%. Okay? We reinvest. Okay, there's the rub. You have to reinvest correctly. In this example, we reinvest correctly. Stock is down big. We put our $9,500 back into the investment. Year two, 
stock jumps 100%, just like this over here, right? Our net worth is $19,000. We're up 95% over two years, guys. We're up 95%. Okay? So by year two, we're already making money because we use stop losses. The buy and hold guy, just breaking even. It seems simple. The dollars tell you it's simple. So why don't you do it? That's my question for you at the end of the year. There's two reasons why I find people don't do it. One, their ego gets in the way and they don't want to admit they're wrong. Two, they're afraid they're going to miss the upside. Okay, you never make money investing when you're afraid of anything. Okay, fear doesn't help you make money. Those are the two reasons people don't like stop losses. And I guess three, the third reason is they don't know how to initiate positions correctly. They don't know where to put their stops, right? So you're buying wrong and your stops are wrong and you keep getting ripped out of positions. That will be a future armor education lesson, okay? Perhaps the next time. What we'll do is I'll go over with you step-by-step step the entry point. And thank you very much. The entry point, and I'll go over with you what the stop would be. Okay? Because those are two key factors to make that on the board actually pay for you. I appreciate your time today, guys. If you found this helpful, don't forget, thumbs up always helps me out. I look forward to talking to you guys again tomorrow, uh, excuse me, Wednesday at 1130. Take care, guys.